Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you today from the radio pulpit and the Bethany Baptist Church. We are presently studying in the book of Luke, chapter number 16, if you have your Bible, Luke 16, and we'll begin reading in verse number 19. The Bible says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. We're looking at this, in fact, our text is taken from verses 19 through 31, trying to preach uh, along this line, why I don't want people to go to hell. Yesterday, we looked at verse number 25, and here we found that I don't want people to go to hell because of the memory. The Bible says in verse number 25, But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he's comforted, and thou art tormented. So I can say today uh, that we don't want people to go to hell because of the memory. There, now there, of course, are pleasant memories that we have in this life. But then there is the power of memory. He remembered Lazarus. He remembered Abraham. In fact, he remembered his brothers. We'll say more about that in a little while. Uh, but there's the power of memory. But then there is the pain of memory. Pe people try to forget their past. And uh, some take drugs to try to erase uh, some horrible event that's embedded in their mind. And some even take their life because of the pain of memory of uh, events in days gone by. So here is the, the power of memory. I, I don't want people to go to hell because of the memory. Friend, you remember that uh, grandmother, that mother that prayed for you, that loved you and prayed for you and uh, invited you to church and gave you tracts and uh, just and gave you a Bible and just tried to, uh, their best to get you to give your life to the Lord Jesus. And you, you remember all that. You remember that man of God that preached and warned you about that awful, awful place called hell. Yes, friend, there's, there's the power of memory, the pain of memory. And I don't want you to go to hell because of the memory that you will experience there. And secondly today, I want to say today, I don't want you to go to hell because of the magnitude uh, of that awful place called hell. Verse number 24, uh, the Bible said here, he said, I'm tormented in this flame. Verse 26, there's a great gulf fixed. Uh, there's a great gulf fixed. So here we see the magnitude of that place called hell. There, there, of course, is the magnitude of darkness. This, of course, 
uh, is two, uh, twofold meaning. There is that of uh, spiritual darkness. Jesus said men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. But hell is also a place of outer darkness. You remember, remember in Exodus 10 and verse 21 uh, when the, the plagues were upon Egypt and God was trying to get Pharaoh's attention and uh, God was going to use Moses to bring the children of Israel out and the different plagues that God sent. One of those was that of darkness. That was darkness over all the land. And it was such a, it was such a darkness that you could feel it. Exodus 10, verse number 21. You could just feel the darkness. Oh, friend, how, how sad that is. And then uh, in Psalms 88, in verse 6, they said, Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. Yes, friend, there's the magnitude of the darkness that you will experience in that awful place called hell. In Matthew 8, in verse number 12, our Lord talked about a place of outer darkness, a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. The, the magnitude of the darkness that's in that land, that, in that awful place uh, called hell. Not, not only the magnitude of the darkness, but there's the magnitude of the burning. Matthew 5 and verse 29, it talks about the, the whole body being cast into hell. In Mark 9, verses 43 through 49, uh, several times he mentioned where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Yes, friend, I, I believe it to be literal uh, that there is the literal fire in hell where, where the fire is not quenched. He said here in our text, verse number 24, that I'm tormented in this flame. Friend, what about the burning that, that you will experience? Not only the memory of the darkness, but the, the, the burning that you will experience in that awful place called hell. I remember uh, hearing Brother Virgil Edwards. He was a real man of God. He pastored the Calvary Baptist Church uh, there in Athens, and, and he had a daily radio ministry uh, uh, there in, on the radio station in Athens. This was uh, many years ago. Uh, and Brother Virgil, uh, we heard him preach in a revival meeting, and he, he began to tell about, uh, he received uh, information warning, uh, warning him uh, to come uh, to Madison County uh, and visit someone that was on their deathbed. They did heard him preach on the radio, and they, they wanted him to come uh, and visit this individual uh, that was near death. The doctor said, there was nothing else they could do. And, and Brother Virgil, of course, went, uh, found the home there in, my, uh, in Madison County. I think it was, was near Island. This was many years ago before there was, uh, all the homes had air conditioning. So there was the, the windows were raised. Brother Virgil, uh, Edwards said, I, I drove up on the, in the yard there. 
And as I drove up, got out of my car, he said, I heard someone screaming. He said, I, I heard from up from the bedroom there, I heard someone screaming. He said, my bed's on fire. I said, uh, please forget some water. My, my bed's on fire. My, my feet's already on fire. Please, someone help me. Someone uh, put my, some water. Uh, my bed's burning. My feet is already in the flames of hell. Oh, how sad that the magnitude of the burning friend. I'm, I beg in Jesus' name, uh, don't go that awful place called hell uh, because of the dark. The, the burning uh, that you'll experience there. He said, I'm tormented, I'm tormented in this flame. And then there's the magnitude of forever in Revelation 20 and verse number 10. Uh, the Bible said, they'll be tormented day and night forever. They'll be tormented day and night forever and forever. In uh, verse 26, in our text, he said, There's a great gulf fixed, so that they which have passed from hence cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Here is the magnitude of the great gulf. That great gulf literally means an impassable chasm. Yes, friend, once you're there, you're, you're there forever. It, uh, the magnitude of forever great gulf, uh, impassable chasm. I know there are some that, some groups, some uh, religious groups that say, well, uh, if you go to hell or to, they call it purgatory, then you can give some money to the priest and they can pray you out of purgatory. Hey, friend, that may sound good, but that's far into the Word of God. That's not found, purgatory is not found in the Word of God. Hell is the eternal abode of all those that are lost without God. Hell is an eternal place, tormented day and night uh, forever. Look at verse number 25 uh, in our text. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in thy lifetime thou receivest good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now. Notice that. But now. But now he's tormented, and thou art, uh, he's comforted, and thou art tormented. The word now, uh, there is a, is a time element. And, uh, friend, this would be approximately 2,000 years ago uh, that Jesus uttered this statement. And it is a time element. It, it was, uh, the word now is present tense. It, it, in other words, he's saying, but now, he, he's still tormented. He, he's still tormented in the flame. He, he's still uh, being reminded uh, of his past life. Oh, how sad, how sad. I'm talking about the magnitude. Uh, hey, friend, that's why I don't want you to go to hell. The magnitude of that awful, awful place uh, called hell. And so I don't want you to go to hell because of the memory uh, that you'll experience that because of the magnitude of hell and then because of the misery uh, verse 27 and 28 here if uh, verse 23 talks about the torments he said uh, verse 23 and in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torments plural being in torments uh, there, there's the ministry of concern he's concerned for his brothers we find here he said I pray that I would 
Therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Here he's concerned. He, he remembers his brothers. He, he remembered back on earth he had five brothers. And, and he remembered that evidently he had some influence over them. And he said, I don't want them to come to this awful place called hell. He got concerned about his brothers in hell. He got concerned in the misery of the concern that he could do nothing about it now. Oh, friend, how sad. I don't want you to go to hell because of the misery uh, that you will experience in hell. He's concerned. He said, I've got five brothers back there. Friend, listen, I, I know there are those that make light and say, oh, uh, I'll have plenty of company in hell. This rich man didn't even want his own brothers in hell. I've had folks say, well, I, I, I'll see my family there. I'll see others there. But they don't want you there. If, if I could take the cap off of hell, they'd say, hey, don't come to this place. Don't, hey, hey, a family member, don't come here. We don't want you here. Uh, the misery, he's concerned. Evidently, he, he remembered in life that he had had some type of influence some type of persuasion over his brothers. You see, the Bible tells us in Romans 14, verse 7, none of us live to himself, and no man died to himself. Your life, my friend, your life is having an influence on others. Your life is having an effect on others' lives. It may be your children, your grandchildren, those you work around. It may be someone that you're not even aware of, but your life is having an effect. We don't live to ourselves, and we don't die to ourselves. Somebody's looking at us. Somebody's watching us. And I wonder, is our life, is your life uh, having a negative influence and causing someone to follow in your footsteps and end up in that awful, awful place called hell? Oh, friend, now, now listen, we can have a, a negative influence. Uh, uh, we can also have a positive influence. Oh, oh, listen, we can't be safe for them, but we can point them. We can love them, pray for them, and have a positive influence and point them to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Savior of sinners. Oh, the ministry. He said, I've got five brothers back there on earth. I've got five family members, and I don't want them to come to this awful place called hell. He knew about prayer. He knew about concern for his brothers. If they say, if someone would just go uh, and tell them, said, I don't want them to come to this awful place, then please, I beg in Jesus' name, don't go to hell. Why, preacher? Because of the magnitude of hell, the darkness, the burning, it's forever. And then, the, then because of the misery, the concern for his brothers, the tormented in this flame. May God help you today to come to Jesus and be saved before it's eternally too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.